Hello, and welcome to Kinsey's Podcast. I'm your host, Kinsey Roberts. In today's episode, I will be talking about the evolution of the KKK. I will discuss the history of this topic and the ins and outs of the Ku Klux Klan. Let's get started. First, let's play a game. I will describe something to you, and you will guess what. Here we go. What's something that's all white, racist, and wears a pointed hat? That's right, you guessed it, the KKK. The KKK was founded in 1865, March 3rd. It was a hate group towards African Americans. This group was sought to keep white power by killing African Americans. It started in Polonsky, Tennessee after the American Civil War. It started as a social club for former Confederate soldiers, but it quickly became a terrorist organization where anyone and everyone could join to gain white power back over African Americans. Confederate General Nathan Bedford Forrest was known to be the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. During the 1960s, the Klan fought the civil rights movement in the South under attack in state and federal courts in a racially changed and disapproving South. The Klan hangs on, but is still very violent till this day. Here's a background story. It was the summer of 1866. Six young ex-Confederate officers organized a social group. Drawing on a college Greek sign, they adopted the term for the circle, Cutglows. They added the word Klan, and the Ku Klux Klan was born like a baby. Their nightly rides in which members disguised themselves in masks and flowing robes soon became a political successor to the pre-war slave patrols and controlling newly freed Blacks, particularly across the Upper South. Klansmen sought to overturn the new Republican state governments, drive Black men out of politics, control Black labor, and restore Black subordination. Led by elites and drawing on the cross-section of white male society, the Klan's assaults and murders numbered in the thousands. Similar organizations such as the Knights of the White Camilla in Louisiana copied exactly what the Klan did. By 1869, the Klan helped terrorize Black voters and overturn elected Republican governments in the Deep South. In 1870 and 1871, the radical Republicans struck back in Congress, passing the Enforcement and the Ku Klux Klan's Acts that was aimed to protecting the rights of Blacks. And a joint select committee issued a 12-volume report on its hearings on the Klan's violence. Between 4 million and 7 million men and women belonged to the Klan in this era. It was active in every state. It found support in many northern and western cities and particularly powerful in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Kansas, Colorado, and Oregon, as well as the South. The Klan helped elect state and local officials, at least 20 governors and U.S. senators from Maine to California, in Oregon, a Klan-dominated legislator passed an anti-Catholic school law, later overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court. The Klan was deeply involved in politics, but it did not form its own political party. It was generally Democratic in the South and Republican in the North. It had no national platform. The Klan was a major issue at the 1924 Democratic Convention in a national election. In 1928 presidential election, when New York Catholic Al Smith was a Democratic candidate, it helped the Republicans win. 
The Supreme Court's 1954 ruling that public school segregation was unconstitutional gave the Klan a tremendous boost. When the civil rights movement flowered in the Deep South in the 1960s, the Klan was there to meet it. Its members enjoyed what initially amounted to the general immunity of arrest, prosecution, and conviction. Many police officers were also members of the Ku Klux Klan. But the Klan's violence in Alabama and Mississippi, covered prominently by newspapers and television, produced a backlash of its own in a form of heightened determination and activism among the young and eventually a vigorous response from the Kennedy and Johnson administrations. The reaction to Klan violence helped produce a 1964 and 1965 voting civil rights laws and turned a reluctant FBI into an effective Klan investigation force. Despite a persistent ability to attract media attention, organized Ku Klux Klan groups are actually continuing a long-term trend of decline. They remain a collection of mostly small, disjointed groups that continuously change in name and leadership. Down slightly from a year ago, there are currently just over 30 active Klan groups in the United States. Most of them are very, very small. However, the association of Klan mem members with criminal activity has remained consistent. So with all the information about the KKK from the 1990s, you might be thinking, how does this relate to now? It's gone. It doesn't exist. But it actually does exist. Even though the long-term decline of the Ku Klux Klan groups is due to several factors, including increasing rejection of what the Klan stands for, a glowing perception by white supremacists that Klan groups are outdated, and the competition with other white supremacist movements, from racist skinheads to white supremacist prison gangs, and over the small pool of potential recruits. In recent years, one of the clearest signs of the declining state of the Ku Klux Klan groups has been in their complete inability to maintain anything resembling stability. Many of the newer Klan groups promote a traditional Klan infused with neo-Nazi beliefs, continuing a trend from early 2000s. A smaller Klan group website explains this. We are a Christian hate group. We are a group unlike other groups. We accept all Nazis and skinheads because we have the same beliefs. Two such clan groups have already formed in 2016. The Great Lake Knights based in Michigan and the Pacific Coast Knights of Spokane, Washington. Now, we do see this sort of issue continuing pattern with police brutality and how they target African-Americans. And we also know as I said earlier, that many police officers were members of the KKK. So this issue still continues now. So just remember, if you're walking down the street and you see a person wearing a robe with a pointed white mask, just know they're part of the KKK. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Bye.